Welcome to Joyful Eating. I'm your host, Jules Clancy, a former food scientist and winemaker turned cookbook author and health coach. I've discovered a simple way to have a joyful relationship with food without sacrificing pleasure or my waistline, and I can help you get there too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello, and welcome to Joyful Eating episode 42. So our theme for today, we're going to be talking about 2022, the year of fun. Yay. So before we get to that, I just thought I'd share the best bite that I ate recently. And so we had some friends over for dinner on Friday night. And so we had beautiful steak with salad. It was lovely. Salad from the garden, which was really special. But the best bite I had was I'd actually cooked a heap of rhubarb from the garden with sugar for the first time in years. <laughs> rhubarb is like one of my favorite things. My mom used to grow it. And yeah, I just love, love, love it. So I roasted it with sugar really simply. I kind of served it as a deconstructed crumble. So we had the roast rhubarb and then I made a, a crumble topping with like macadamias chopped up and almond meal and butter, just kind of all and a little bit of sugar you know, spread out on a tray, baked it. As, and so it was really crunchy and really nutty and that beautiful macadamia flavor. So I just served everything like in separate. And then we had ice cream for people that wanted ice cream and some smooth ricotta for the people that wanted more of a cheesecake vibe. And so that's what I had. Like, so the rhubarb, sweet rhubarb, cheesecake, which you know, gave it that kind of bit salty thing and then the crumble and it was just like texturally so good and yeah it was so delicious so um yeah and it's just exciting to be cooking with sugar again like and knowing that I can trust myself and the other cool thing I did on that was I really visualized myself with the crumble topping because like it can be so tempting to like snack on that in the kitchen and so I just visualized myself making it and, and then it felt really good to sit down to dinner and really enjoy it. And I even put the leftover crumble topping away and, and without picking at it as well. So that was a win on so many levels. So the year of fun. So I'm going to talk about just like this, this because this is my approach to New Year's resolution. So I'll talk about the story behind how I came to this. And then we'll talk about why I've chosen to have 2022 as my year of fun and how I plan to make this year fun. And then we'll actually have a New Year's favor to ask of you and then we'll share it key takeaway before we wrap up. So the story behind my approach to news resolution. So years ago, like uh, probably like, I don't know, 2007 or something, one of my best friends and I were hanging out and we just were just going, it was like New Year's Eve and we're like, uh, you know, the whole resolution's don't work. And we're having a conversation around that. And I, I think I'd read it on a podcast or like some some someone I was following anyway had talked about this idea of rather than having a resolution and trying to get fitter to actually have this other approach of just having a theme for the year just to guide your year. So we decided to, Mel and I decided to do that. And so in 2008, I remember this really clearly, I decided that I was going to have the year of love and happiness. I even had a theme song, there's that Al Green song, Love and Happiness. So that was in my head a lot. <laughs> anyway, so on New Year's Day, I remember this really clearly, woke up on, we'd been out um, a friend, on a friend's boat on Sydney Harbour, which is amazing for New Year's Eve. And so we'd all slept over on the boat, which is really fun. And I remember waking up with the, it was like a beautiful Sydney morning, summer morning, and the sun was shining on me. And I just, I'd had this really vivid dream about being kissed by a mysterious Russian man. <laughs> anyway, then 
So yeah, like that was how the year started. And then it was in February, actually, that I got a Valentine's email from a certain Irishman. And basically, you know, the rest is history there. So yeah, my year of love and happiness really came true. So after that, I was like, oh, this theme for the year thing is really fun. So I've been setting themes ever since. And Last year, so 2021, my theme was the year of love, which I definitely uh, lived into. It was on so many levels um, and I've had the end of the year of abundance, heaps of different things anyway. So that's the story behind it. It's just it's just a fun little tradition that you can do um, to just set an intention for the year. Uh, so why have I chosen fun for 2022? Well, um, I've been working with a new marketing coach and well, I started working with her last year in 21. And she's always saying like, you know, to be guided by like what feels fun. So if you're ha- making a decision about whether to do something or not do something, like go with the thing that feels like, yes, this is really fun. I really want to do this. And you're really excited about it. And so she's always saying that. And I already started doing that and I'm really loving the results of using fun as a guidepost. And also this year I'm turning 50. So there's a bit of alliteration if we have fun and 50 together. Um, so yeah, that's um, that's another reason. And also another reason why I've decided to go with fun is that one of the kind of side achievements that I had in 2021, um, which I wasn't hadn't set out to, to do, it just kind of happened, has been... A, ended up doing some work around my relationship with time and, and and particularly like setting boundaries around my work and just challenging myself to be more efficient and increase my productivity so get the same work done but in less time and the net result of that I should I'll do another a separate po- podcast episode on on this because it's been so fun to do it and so beneficial but the net result has been that I've had a lot more free time which is amazing and then I also last year uh, my friend Courtney has this amazing program called the Simplicity Space, which is all about helping people you know, to simplify all aspects of their life. And she has quarterly themes within that. And she had a theme of play for one. And so she invited me to speak with her, her people on um, the benefits of play. And yeah, it really got me thinking about this idea of fun and play. And really, it's just a mindset that you can bring. Yes, yes, that, you know, fun can be roller coasters and, you know, playing games and whatever, but it can also be a mindset. And I think that is just teaching that class and also seeing what Courtney was was teaching in terms of play just really inspired me. And actually, when you start looking at the sciences of positive psychology, there's actually a lot of benefits, like real tangible benefits. We, like humans are designed to to have this aspect in their lives. So um, we won't get into the serious stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, so one, so yeah, one day just like fun, you know, I was thinking usually, you know, November, December, I start thinking about, you know, what, what do I want my theme for next year to be? And one day I was just like, oh yeah, you're fun, done. And I like didn't have any deliberation about it. I was like, yeah, perfect. It was an easy decision. So that's why I've gone with fun. So let's talk about now, like, how am I actually going to the kind of practical side of it? How am I actually going to make this year fun? So first thing I'll do is I'll change all my passwords. Well, not all of them, but I'll I'll change my passwords to include the word fun in them, um, as well as some numbers and symbols, of course, to make them, you know, safe. (laughs) But the main thing I'm going, I do, I'm going to do is just use the, the filter of does this feel fun for all my decisions? And really just lean into that feeling and trusting myself on to be guided by like my, you know, I guess intuition for want of a better word of like, if something, if something feels fun to do, you know, 
go for it. But if not, you know, maybe just question it. And then I'll, I'll make a, every year you make a poster for my office and that's that'll be a fun project with the boys over the school holidays. And I'm also going to keep focusing on my relationship with time and this idea of being a time investor. And there's a podcast I follow by a lady called Vicky Louise and it's called Hack Your Time, I think. And so I'm definitely going to continue to listen to Vicky's podcast and listen to her work and just bring that intentionality to my relationship with time because that goes hand in hand with having more fun, like having more free time definitely makes a difference. So I'll keep doing that work around being a time investor. And um, and actually the key thought that's really helped me with my relationship with time, one thing is just having setting boundaries and being more focused in when I am doing work stuff. But the other is just this thought of I'm doing enough today. So because like it can be easy to swim in the, uh, get, you know, feel like you're getting overwhelmed by like just so many things and that you're never actually getting to the end of it all and just feeling really dissatisfied all the time. So I've been consciously choosing this thought that, you know, I'm doing enough today or whatever I do today is enough. Um, and that just feels so much you know, sufficient and complete. And it also it just stops all this kind of like feeling of inadequacy. So I'll definitely continue to practice. Like I actually have a reminder set on my phone that comes up once a day just to remind myself I am doing enough today. Um, so that's, a, that's another thing I'll do. Okay, so that's that's the plan for this year. And so now let's talk about my New Year's favor. So if you think it would be fun, <laughs> um, you know, I'd really appreciate it if you told someone you love about this podcast because you know, the more people who are enjoying their relationship with food in the world, when there's so much suffering around food, you know, the more time we're and energy, we're gonna mental energy will free up for people to solve more pressing world problems. And it's just gonna, it makes the world so much better place when there's you know enjoyment around food rather than all this um you know guilt and shame and doubt and things. So that would be amazing if you could tell someone you love about the podcast. Oh and if for a bonus one if you want to leave a review that would be amazing too. Okay, so a key takeaway for today is like I want you to dare to dream big and just think about like what would you like to change this year and what do you want your theme to be? Of course, you're welcome to join me in the year of fun, but you know, just know, just trust yourself and know that whatever whatever thoughts just pops into your head just then when I when I asked you that question of what you want your theme to be, that's probably the one that will be the most helpful for you. So completely optional and only, you know, only do it if it, if it is going to feel fun for you. Um, and yeah, and actually before we go, speaking of fun, so there's actually right now there's two fun ways you can work with me. So Simple Meal Plans gives you a clear, simple, doable process to develop healthy cooking habits so you look and feel your best and enjoy eating well automatically. So the doors for Simple Meal Plans are always open. So you can sign up today for immediate access to the best cooking program in the world. And then the other way to work with me is my group coaching program, which is called the Naturally Healthy Club. And in that, we really focus on helping you change your relationship with food. So Simple Meal Plans is more about changing your relationship with cooking. Naturally Healthy Club is changing your whole relationship with food. So you become one of those naturally healthy people who enjoy eating well and feel good in your clothes. So for Naturally Healthy Club, we enroll twice a year and you can join the the list to be first notified when applications open because the last two classes have sold out. So for detail, more details about either or both of these, there'll be links in the show notes or you can Google 
Stone Soup, which is my blog, and you'll find both of them there. So have a happy new year and I'll catch you next week. Bye. Before you go, this is the best part. So if you enjoyed Joyful Eating, subscribe to the podcast and I'd love to send you a copy of my free cookbook called Six Ingredients, 20 Minutes, Simple Whole Foods for Joyful Weeknight Dinners. It's full of easy recipes so delicious they'll satisfy even the biggest food snob. Just Google Stone Soup and you'll find it.